but I grabbed his top leg because that's what was closest. Had the cross collar grip, and I, he starts walking his hips away, and I'm like, my, I am fighting this dude. Like three hundred, bro. I'm like, by the end of it, my grips are like taxed. I was like, ah. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Elbows Type Podcast. It's your host, Travis and John. John, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. This is our first episode where it's been just us. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a while, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, man, I think I, we need one. We need to find a white belt to interview, because we haven't done a white belt in a while. A nice, fresh one. Yeah, nice, fresh white belt. And then, two, we haven't done a solo episode in a while. We've been killing it lately with... Uh, with other people, but we haven't we haven't sat down by ourselves in quite some time. And I feel like we've had a lot that's been going on, just classes, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Especially because uh, COVID restrictions are starting to lift up, especially in our county, and which is really nice because we our our classes lately have been killing it. They, yeah, it's been crushing it, and good techniques and. We've had a lot of people to talk to, but we haven't caught up with each other on on everything right. that's been going on, man. That's so, life, man. You're all over the place. I'm not all over the place. No, like we are. We're just oh, busy okay. People. I was like, I was like, I'm literally at home like 90 percent <laughs> of the time trying to do something. Yeah, at home. I'm all over the place. You yeah. know, just, just had a good vacation. You yeah, know? how was that? It was good, man. Um, Scottsdale, Arizona. Good, good shout out to them. Um, it was interesting. I think that's what the third different state I've been in since the whole pandemic began. So it was good, uh, you know, comparing Washington to California, and now I can compare it to Arizona. Yeah. What was Arizona like? Well, it, um, no mask mandate there, which was nice. I like the uh, freedom of choice. Uh, they pretty much leave it up to the businesses. So, you know, if they want you to wear a mask to come in, then wear a mask. If you want to go in that store, if uh, some don't require it, then don't worry about it. That's what we were talking about before this, right? And I was, And you and I feel kind of like the same way, where if... If people don't want to wear masks, I think we're at the point now where it's then they're not going to wear a mask. Right? right. Right. And if a business says you have to have a mask to come in here and you don't put a mask on and they don't let you in, then you can't. go. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like personal right. responsibility. Like, yeah, what, what is exactly. the big deal? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel people I feel we're at the point now where it's things are starting to ease up and it's nice. And like a lot of states have done, you know, no no mandate on on mask right and i don't know i haven't heard anything from texas since they lifted their mask mandate you know apparently the whole state died but. <laughs> right the other the other interesting thing man is I was, I was waking up in the morning there you know i like to get up before the family it's like that good chill time drink a couple mm-hmm. cups of coffee and i'd watch the local news there and i was kind of telling you about it earlier but uh apparently some counties in arizona went ahead and started school up about three weeks after the shutdown and the rest started, um, they opened up the entire state by October. So it looks like one of the problems they're having is um, a lot of the kids that stayed home during the, you know, the school shutdown, it worked out better for the families and, and the students yeah. liked it better. So the issue now is they're not going back willingly. Yeah. So now the schools have to give up large amounts of funding that they originally were funded. And that's yeah. the big hiccup there now. Yeah, I know that. I, I, I think it's funny how if people think that the – Everything's going to go back to normal after everything now. Like the only thing I see that with the school is with Charles. I feel like he doesn't grasp it as good. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and having a 12-year-old 
he doesn't have the full responsibility yet of making sure his stuff is done. So there's just a little bit of hiccups with that too. But other than that, like it's, it's super easy to have him just stay home and do his classwork. And then I come home like, yo, what's up with your classwork? He's like, oh, it's all done. I was like, do you need help with anything? He's like, no, I'm good. And that's the end of it. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> hey, and do, does he get the full experience of like being in school, making friends and stuff like that? No, he doesn't. But it's, you know, it is what it is. It's, we've been doing it for over a year now. So I was curious too, man, you know, I'm like, so are bullies now cyber bullies that were bullies in school? They're like, man, I got to do it online now. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Is like people, people are, uh, I'm like messing with my mic a whole bunch trying to get it like, there we go. Uh, <laughs> getting it just right. We just got these new microphone stands. And so I'm trying to figure out how to put it directly in my face without cutting my face off. Yeah. I could have sworn you told me don't put it directly in your face. I know. I know. It's like, and now it's like in my face. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's like, yeah, cyberbullying and whatnot, but Charles doesn't, you know, Charles does jujitsu. So I don't think he really has to worry too much about bullies when he goes back to school. Cause if someone checks him, Charles would be like, mm, 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 right. Mm, you know what I'm saying? But I, I hope I, I want him to have that middle school experience of making friends, having fun, going to friends house. Yeah, right. I, I mean, that's I that's what it. I that's what I want. Sneaking it's, out with your buddies. Yeah, you know, you know doing illegal stuff. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, living the you know American childhood dream. <laughs> yeah, and now he can't do that because he just sits at home all day with you know with the family, which not, isn't a not, bad thing. But, not like Chicago where you're carjacking people and killing them. You know, teenagers. That yeah, that's crazy. Right. Did you see that? I, I, yeah, Ooh. and Uber Eats, and they're like, "Hey, I want my food for free." Reminds me of a uh, in Japan when the sailors killed the cab driver because they didn't want to pay for the, the, the cab fare. And I was like, oh, man, this world world is so crazy right now. Insane. But, I don't know. Jiu-Jitsu's been fun. It has been. Jiu-Jitsu's been real fun. Let's, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what have you been liking about it lately, John? I'll tell you what. I, I guess for me, my favorite thing is keeping that same uh, concept for about two weeks. Yeah. Like, I feel like just drilling that and doing that and building on it for two weeks solid – really helps me remember it yeah. for one. And uh well I'm much more exhausted leaving the classes lately. Yeah, they're an hour and a half long now, so what I've noticed is I don't um get my roles in after class now because it yeah, gets out know. later. Mm -hmm. I'm just like I just don't have the yeah, the want to stay later. <laughs> yeah. That's the same thing with me is uh what was it? It was like 2 weeks ago. I think it was a Thursday and professor ended the class a little bit early so people could roll but i was like seven o'clock i can get out of here even earlier tonight i'm just gonna i'm just gonna skip the rolls like i was like I, I gotta go i got a baby at home the wife's already been chilling with him for long enough i was like i gotta i gotta head out but it's it's definitely at the end of class i'm like man that was a good class. Like my well, butt is tired because we drill so much. That's what I was gonna say. It feels like we're getting the rolls in, yeah, before the end of class, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, especially because we do a lot of King of the Hill and then cycling through. Like uh, when we were doing, what was it? I think it was just guard passing. And excuse me, professor had us all lined up in a circle. Well, not lined up. <laughs> had a, had us in a circle. And high, higher ranking belts were on the bottom, and then the lower ranking belts just cycled through each higher ranking person. And it was like two, three minutes to pass their guard or submit or whatever, submit or sweep. And it was just round robin. And it was a good 20, 30 minutes of that. And well, it felt like 20 to 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> but I was, I was exhausted after that. But we've been doing a lot of, a lot of that stuff lately, a lot of positional sparring in class. So people can't 
you know, miss out on it and stuff like that, which is good. I'd rather do it in class than after class. You know what I mean? Because one, it's fresher in my head. And the two, I'm forced to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like when he says, hey, you're going to start in Turtle. And the only way you can get out of Turtle, or you can't get out of Turtle, but the other person is going to try to break your Turtle. And then use only the techniques you have. And we've done it before, but um, I feel like the the last half hour of our class now, because it's an hour and a half long class now, the last hour or half hour of our class is simply positional sparring, usually, you know, so it's been, it's been good. It's, I've been getting crushed, which is always nice. I always like getting crushed. And everyone else is just getting so much better. Oh, everyone's decent for the most part now. Yeah, yeah. it's like crazy, man. Like there's, there's just straight killers everywhere. You know, you got to protect your neck. It's it's just insane, which is which is good because if the the baseline of the class gets better, right? If the average is better, that means everyone's just going to keep going up and up and up. So the higher the average, right, the better everyone else. We both have our phones on, not on silent right now, bro. Sorry. Come on, man. What are you doing, John? Go ahead and just sign ordering the TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's another thing we'll talk about real quick. Jonathan is ordering a TV for the podcast room. Our beautiful podcast room is looking good. It's getting there. But we're going to put it right on the back wall that you guys can't see where the camera is. And we're going to do some live fight nights, UFC events, submission underground. Yeah. We have the UFC fight passes. So what probably will happen is I'm going to get the setup to where we can live stream it. We'll have the TV playing in the background. If you guys want to watch it with us on our YouTube channel, we'll sit here and watch it and do the podcast at the same time and kill two birds with one stone. And we'll be able to interact with people if you want to come in and chat with us and whatnot. But that's the ultimate goal. We're almost there. The only thing we're missing now is just the TV. But we have everything. And I've done it before in my previous life of trying to be a Twitch streamer. So I know how to do everything. <laughs> no, I've never even heard of Twitch streamer. So you don't yeah. know what a Twitch streamer is. Yeah, he just said it, you know, I've heard it. Boomers. Boomers. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> but that, that's, that's probably the next big thing that we're coming in. And also I want to start making short form YouTube content for the channel too. So us just like, I, w- one thing I think we can start off with is this is just kind of brainstorming out loud on the podcast. Let me know what you guys think about this. Hit us up in the comments on the YouTube video or DM us on social media or whatever. Um, but I was thinking of doing, still releasing the podcast on YouTube, the full length, but kind of spending, trying to put more energy into kind of like highlights, kind of like how Joe Rogan has the JRE clips on YouTube where it's just, you know, three, four minute long videos of just a highlight from the the episode. And I was thinking about putting more energy into doing something like that. What do you think? I think that sounds great. Yeah. Because then people pe- pe- people watch, you know, 15, 20 minutes of our podcast per our analytics on YouTube. They watch like 15, 20 minutes is the average time, which is good. That's actually really good for a YouTube video. But I think if we can get like two, three minute videos of us just BSing or highlights of what we talk about in YouTube... I feel like that'll do more exposure for us because people like short form content nowadays. People's attention spans are so short. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, you know, I, like uh, all my friends, I'm like, hey, man, you listen to, to podcasts or anything like that? And they're like, no. I said, oh, let me see your phone. <laughs> Especially if they got the iPhone. I'll go straight to the, the podcast, man. Yeah. And I'll be like, go put ours on their phone. I'm like, listen to these. And then I'm yeah. like, Joe Rogan, you listen to Joe Rogan? And they're like, no. Nah. And then I'm like, Joe Rogan, Tom O'Neill, episode 1479. Yeah. So, okay, I go get all my favorites and I just put it on their phones. And I'm like, yeah. all right, just start, just start listening. Yeah, that's great, man. I uh, 
I was at work the other day and I was switching positions with a, a guy that actually went over to John's project from my project and I took his job. But he was talking about how he has a smartwatch and he has Spotify on his smartwatch. And John, the first thing he said was, oh, do you listen to podcasts? He's like, let's listen to pod- my podcast on your watch. And then you guys were listening to it on his watch. Yep. That's pretty funny. Did hey. they enjoy it? Yeah, man. I got to get it out there. Like, hey. Listen to this. Listen Bro, to this. I, wear, I wear my elbows tight sweater wherever we go, which we're in the process right now, too, of finding good quality sweaters so we can start doing merch. So we're, I think what we're going to do for our merch until we can substantially turn a profit on on whatever we're doing i think what we're gonna do is limited or pre-order only for our merch yeah i think pre-order is the way to go yeah so we'll probably do a sweater like this if you guys haven't seen it on our social media it's super simple this one's much is much nicer than this one this is this one was okay this one's got memories though yeah this is memories all alone in the (laughs) but we're not going to do our names and the we're not gonna do a logo like that on the front um if you guys haven't seen it, it's all over our social media, too. I know it's a podcast, and people are like, what does this look like? But we'll post it down below. Speaking of, we should talk about um, what podcast were you just on? Oh, I was on the Forever White Belt podcast. Yeah, I listened to it. That was actually really good. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, like I said in the, the beginning of that episode, it was it was really weird to get interviewed. It sounded fluid to me. So well, no problem. Well, I appreciate that. I, I tried my really... Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm like stuttering a lot today. Probably the coffee's kicking in. But oh, that's our beverage of the day. We have coffee, mm. by the way. Coffee. Yeah, it was delicious. Yeah. Oh, you already finished yours? I don't play around, man. Oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody likes that Everybody's sound. like, that's a headphone warning. Um, but before I even started it, uh, I walked over to Lordell and I was like, babe, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I am so nervous right now for doing this podcast. And... She's like, why are, why are you nervous? You just you do podcasts with everyone else. She's like, yeah, but I've never been interviewed. Yeah. Like, what if they ask me a question, I get a blank. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> you know, it, that's, it's true, though, because he's going to ask you on it, too. Uh-huh. And the thing that I was worried about, it sounded like a D-bag, man. Like, but he's asking my opinion on something, right? So it's, it's I'm going to give him yeah. my opinion. Yeah, you can't be wrong, right? It's just your yeah, opinion. Yeah, it's just my opinion. It's not like I was sending out techniques saying this is the proper way to do this or trying to act like I'm a black belt and whatever. You know, it's just my opinion from my time in my journey in jiu-jitsu. But it was so weird. It really was, man. I thought once it started going, then things started flowing. It became more natural. It was a whole lot of fun. But the, but leading up to that, man, it was I was a nervous wreck. I wish it was longer. It seemed like it went by pretty quick. Yeah, it was an hour. Well, the at the original, the full length, I have it recorded on my computer, is an about an hour and a half, hour forty five minutes. And he, Adolfo, you're you're a amazing editor because he knocked it down to one hour. And his podcasts yeah, are always good. about one hour. And he edited out a lot of a lot of dead space. So it's if you guys listen to it, there's a lot of. You know, it's like very the cadence in the episode is very quick because that's the way he edits. And I loved it because I was like, man, he's maybe we'll start doing our podcast like this <laughs> because I feel like I've, I say the same things over and over again. And that's one thing I was worried about, too, is repeating myself a lot. And I felt like I repeated myself a little bit in that episode, but it was it was good, man. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was great. It's fluid. It was like, nice. Yeah. So just giving you a heads up Nick, when when it happens to you. And if you guys want us on another podcast, by all means, let us know. You know, we, I'm always down to do 
someone else's podcast. That was that was a great experience, and I definitely want to do it again. I'm not going to lie, though. Maybe that's how people feel when they come on ours. They're nervous like that. Oh. And we're like, what are you nervous about? It's just podcast. Come on, guys. Yeah, I know. That's that's what that's what I was thinking. Was like, <laughs> now, that's the first thing I said is now I know why people get nervous when they do a podcast. It's a very nerve-wracking thing talking to someone about uh, you know something that you enjoy, even though you'd love it. It's it was it's still nerve wracking, you know, and they get like he was getting like in the weeds of a lot of things. I was like, man, I don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> well, you pulled it off. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Oh, if you guys haven't represent, listened to it, represent what? What? <laughs> if if you guys haven't listened to it, it's the Forever White Belt podcast. He's uh, an amazing person. Great show. He has a, on a lot of high level guys, and his show, like I said, is just it's just great. From day one, he's had. He doesn't do episodes like we do where it's just us. It's all interviews. So he had, he doesn't release content uh, like every week or something like that because he does a lot of editing, full-time job and everything like that too. But when his stuff comes out, it is high quality. You guys definitely listen. And like I said on his show or in, uh, when I released it on our, episode, or our podcast, I don't listen to a lot of jiu-jitsu podcasts just because, I don't know, It's uh, my mind isn't hungry for jiu-jitsu right now. It's hungry for making this podcast better. So when I do listen to Jujitsu podcast, his is like number one that I listen to. If you go to my Spotify, his is like always pops up like new episode, new episode. <laughs> Have you listened to the other, any other ones? Yeah. And, uh, I listen to a ton of podcasts. Like I said, I'm, my library's full. Really? Yep. I just cycle through them. And now that I've learned that you can listen to the audio books on your iWatch, mm-hmm. you know, that's my big thing. I just listened to the Donahue diaries. How was I that? I loved it. Really? Yeah. I mean, fantastic. Uh, I think I, uh, I recommended someone else to go listen to as well. I think I told you, but it's only like five bucks, you know. And it's on Audible, or yeah. uh, I don't know if it's on Audible. I get it through Apple, so uh, okay, okay. They're Apple Books, audio books. Oh, okay. So is it what is it? Is it like a short form audio like podcast, or is it a, like an actual book, just in chapters? Or no, what? it's just somebody narrating the book. So they're just oh, okay. So it's it. it's his book, but it's yeah, okay. So yeah. it's an audio book. Okay, gotcha. But it was really good. I, like they're talking about like hand fighting and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, like imagine. Uh, you got like two aliens that are hand fighting and they have an eye in their forehead <laughs> and you want to touch it. And every time you touch it, they shut down. It's like, it's like, I think that's like the human, like the neck, everybody's attacking your neck. Don't let them touch your neck. Don't oh. let them get to your neck. And he's just going through just, just a bunch of stuff he's talking about and uh, like how he trains people and trains them out of the basement and everything. It was really good. He talks about uh, some guy from another country that worked uh, at one of the big colleges in New York. And his job was to just run with people. So you know, oh. rich people, he'd be like their running partner. Oh, that's like, interesting. I think it was a uh, one an Olympic gold medal, whatever. The guy was like seriously fit, and he's talking about that. And he's like, "This guy came in and like, like man, just what an athlete!" And they're like, he wanted to learn some jujitsu, and they go into it. And so like they're like a minute into it, and the guy starts shaking uncontrollably, and he was shaking so hard that he thought he ripped his um quad muscles, like just tore. Holy him. crap! Just that's how. Like, and then he was done. They had to stop. And he was like, that, that was it. That was That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, man, it's good stuff in that book. I highly recommend it. And was it, it. the Danaher Diary? Yep. Yep. What, what other content have you been consuming lately? Have you been, have you been heavy into jujitsu content lately? You just finished a book, didn't you? A jujitsu book. Yeah, that, that book's interesting. It's, I'm still reading it, honestly. I had a tough time starting it, but now it's like in this really good part and I'm really enjoying it. And it's talking about, uh, what's I'm, the name I'm, of the book? Uh, opening close guard or yeah, opening guard, Drysdale. yeah. And 
a lot of the people, uh, you know, I haven't heard about them. You know, when I got into jujitsu, it's not like I was watching UFC fights or anything like that. It yep. was just working out with the CrossFit side. <laughs> but, uh, this guy's talking about, um, the guy that runs the IBJF. What's his name? IBJF. Yeah. In the Gracie Barra schools. Baja. Yeah. So they talk about a lot about him. Yeah. Well, it's new to me when I read the book and just like how he's trying to make it a uh, worldwide and talks about growing up with uh, Helio and all those guys and his uncles. And I'm like, now it's like really interesting. Huh. Robert Drysdale is talking about this or is it an interview of someone that they're interviewing uh, the guy that runs it? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, he talks about like, man, they'd grow up and it was like a compound, like 20 kids all the same age. Yep. And they were on strict diets. They had to work out, you know, so many times a day. They couldn't do this, couldn't do that. And I was like, man, Sound like a little boot camp. Yeah, I was watching a, I think it was Flow Grappling has a documentary where they followed, I'm pretty sure it was Andre Galvo down to Brazil, and they have a, a house where they have a team of jiu-jitsu practitioners that are like their international team or like their competitive team. They all live together. They all train together. They have, a, they have mats downstairs. They have like a nutritionist and same thing. They all live down in Brazil, train in Brazil, and he pays them. And they go to school and they train. Yeah, that's it's insane. Well, like, and then I'm reading a part in there where I'm at right now is like the triangle. Everybody knows the triangle, right? Right. And it's like uh, they're talking about well, they didn't actually do that till like purple belt. And then um, I swear I'm like reading it in this book and it's talking about it was uh, part of the Japanese jujitsu. Like, like that's the first time they really saw it. And uh, I guess they were talking about people who started going to Brazil to like relearn jujitsu and then they bring it back to Japan. It's just really interesting where I'm at right now. How long is the book? Uh, I want to say it looks like it's around 400 pages. You want to do a book review when you're done? I mean, I can. <laughs> it's fine with me. But if you guys want the book, I'll I'll put a, a link in the description of the podcast and the, the YouTube video if you're watching this on YouTube or wherever you're listening to. If you guys want to pick it up, click the link. It'll be an affiliate link for, for us. So, But we've been john just wrote a blog post that we're about to come out with too what was your blog post about john just like uh the online training you know when we're searching places to go like you know sometimes i'd be in class and i wouldn't really understand the move but i don't want to stop the class you know so it's yeah. like where can i go look that up and just all the different training aids i've used and i know you use some of them since yeah. we started jiu-jitsu so i just talk about them briefly you know which ones i liked and uh which ones were my favorite yeah that'll probably come out i'll probably release that tonight Easter today's Easter Easter Sunday so you guys won't hear this it'll be out by the time you guys listen to this podcast but so I'll probably release that tonight and so John can put put out there what he's been using and whatnot so go look at our, our website another thing that's been we've been trying to do a lot lately is just get that website going doing more blogs more long-form content written content on there I wrote a blog on there about the the best gi to use when first starting jiu-jitsu and when are you gonna wear that new gi Oh, the control industry. Yeah, what are you waiting <laughs> on? I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta lose t twenty more pounds. Yeah, Lord we'll L. said I can't wear that. That oh, and I talk about that gi actually in the blog post. The uh, the journeyman too. This gi is beautiful, man. I can't wait to wear it. But Lord L. the the stipulation was I can wear it after I get back down to one eighty five. I'm almost there. Well, I wanted to mention. Um, I saw some tournaments are opening back up. Ooh. Not that I'm interested in doing these specific ones, but maybe we can go watch them. They're yeah. in, they're in Spokane. Uh oh, yeah. The Revolution's not putting out anything yet about when they're opening up, but some did open up in Spokane. Yo, I'm down to drive to Spokane. It's like what six, seven hour drive. About five. Yeah, yeah. I drove to Spokane one time for work. 
and then flew back. Oh, I went actually. I flew to Spokane for a certification for my job, my old job, and then I flew back. It was like a one day, two day thing, and I was like, "Oh man, Spokane is kind of nice, but it's kind of far." Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I'm down. We could drive down there and make it like a, a weekend thing. Mm-hmm. Do you, Do you have like dates when they were coming up? Yeah, I want to say it was two months from now. I don't remember off the top of my head. Mm. It was a it was a good little bit away. Nice. It was like the first ones opening back up in the state. Yeah. Well, what do you what what's your plans on goals for this week in jujitsu, bro? I don't really have any goals. Uh, the way the training goes now, it's I don't know. It just seems easier. It's just yeah. uh, just more fluid. You know, I enjoy having Olivia in the classes with me now. That's fun. I get to choke her out, and you know, it's all legal. <laughs> it's all like that. Yeah, because she just turned 13. Mm-hmm. Jeez, growing up so fast, man. I think she just turned 14. 14, that's right. She yeah, just turned 14. 14. What's funny is I was looking back at the, the Facebook page uh, for the for the jiu-jitsu class, and, and there's it's crazy to think she it's only been three years, four, coming up on four years. No, coming up on three years that we've started jiu-jitsu. And uh, one, just the skill everyone has from these last couple of years, and then the kids are where you actually see the the biggest difference because yeah. like they're physically changed so much like Riley, Olivia, Drew, yep. uh, Noah, all those kids, they've all changed so much physically. And you're like, holy crap, I can't <laughs> believe how small they were when they <laughs> right. first started. But the nice thing though is if Olivia sticks with it, man, she's gonna be a killer. Yeah, she's tall too, so she's kind of yep. built for it. Yeah, yeah, she got long limbs and everything like that. So if she can harness that that inner tear. Yeah, she can just get angry. <laughs> No, we'll see. We'll get see off the goes. TikTok and start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you in the class when Sean was talking? Let me see your like your aggressive face, your crazy face. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man. That was funny because he was he was trying to get her her to, war face. That's yeah, what it was, yeah, yeah. He was like, uh, he was trying to get her to be more aggressive because that's what he was like trying to in the middle of class like a philosophy he was like talking about was don't stop moving and always be aggressive. Like you should always be pushing the pace, always whatever. And the good analogy used is like. Uh, and when he was, I don't know if he said he was a bouncer, but in a situation, he had a, a a drunk guy kind of like checking him or whatever. He said, you know, people tell you to like, oh, stay away, stay away, take, you know, create space. And he's like, no, I, that's not how I do it. I go up to the person, I get right up on him, and I put my arm around him. Hey, we're good, buddy, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's like he's like, because I I want to control the distance. And I was like, well, that's a that's a good way to look about. It. He's like, but you got to be aggressive. And so Olivia was in the class and he's like, show me your wire. Like, let me hear your war cry. And she's like, what? He's like, yell. He's like, ah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, no, no, for real. Let me hear it. And she's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it was, not, it was, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't scared anybody. That's for sure. I mean, we all got a good laugh out of it. Though, yeah, that was yeah. Funny. But yeah, no, classes have been crushing it lately. I, I went to open mat yesterday on Saturday and I was just telling John this before the podcast, but I rolled with one of our good friends, Thor. And he's probably what six three, easily six, six three, three two forty yeah. maybe mm, two sixty. I'm not. I'm not going to call him two sixty because I, I don't want if he listens to this whole thing. Well, he carries it well, bro. He's he big, does. He's a big dude. He's a big guy. Think of a Viking. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was rolling with him, and I haven't rolled with him for a while. And he went into turtle, and I was thinking, yes, we've just been doing all this turtle stuff, right? And so I started to practice technique. And execute some of the technique, and I went for the cross collar, grabbed the ankle, tried to knock him over, but I didn't generate enough force to knock him out of turtle. So I went for a clock choke, and I, I, in my head, after this happened, I heard Sean, Professor Sean, yelling at me, 
don't put your Peter to the mat. Peter, not to the mat, right? And I was like, I was like, oh, shit, my dick's towards the mat. Dang it, man. That's what happened, right? <laughs> and so I like, I get my grip and I'm like, I'm about to get Thor, bro. He wasn't even here for this class. This is about to go down. And I lean forward, pressure that head down, grab the collar, and I start walking my hips north of his head. And then I take the wrong step. And as I take the wrong step, my my hips go towards the mat, like I'm facing down towards the mat, and all of Thor's 240 pounds rolls on top of me, straight arm, my, like my call, my hand is still in his collar, so my arm extends out, and his shoulder goes like into my ribs behind, like and rolls yeah. on top of me, and I heard like you know it was like a pit bull song going on in my body. It was like, oh. <laughs> and it was my ribs popped or something popped on me, and. I, I stopped for a second. Thor didn't stop because I don't think he realized it happened, which is okay. I didn't want him to stop anyways. But in my head, I was like, that hurt. And then next thing in my head was, I can't let him get in mount. And so I just started moving again because if Thor gets in mount, it is a very difficult thing to get that man off of you. Yeah, it is. I'm like, oh, no, not today. Yeah, yeah. And then another thing is, I, Cody, if you're, Cody doesn't probably listen, but if Cody, if you are listening to this, I, I was literally, I got, I'm going to put the video out, but. I was like this close to getting Cody with the bow and arrow choke yesterday, man. So close. He went into turtle and I grabbed his collar, dug him up, got my hooks in. And as he was fighting for my hooks to stop my hooks, got that look, that collar, collar uh, grip, cross collar grip, and then grabbed his leg. And I went to go extend. And I started pulling back and he let, he, he realized it and instantly grabbed his collar to, to stop the choke. Yeah. Right. And then we were fighting. What, it's so funny. This is why if you guys don't videotape your roles, you probably should because uh, John and I used to videotape our roles and we've learned a lot about ourselves as practitioners and each other's games from watching our videos afterwards. But one thing that it was in the role when we were doing that, when I was doing this bow and arrow choke, it felt like a good five, six seconds, maybe even 10 seconds of a fight. Like it was slow mo. Like I saw his fingers in his collar, and I was like, <laughs> ah, like thinking, like get the hips away, like yeah. posture up. I was trying to posture up, and he's like walking his hips away because I didn't grab the bottom leg. I grabbed the top leg. Another thing, Sean, uh, Professor Sean, always talks about grab the bottom leg and a bow and arrow. So now I try to do that, but I grabbed his top leg because that's what was closest. Had the cross collar grip, and I, he starts walking his hips away, and I'm like, my, I am fighting this dude. Like three hundred, bro. I'm like. By the end of it, my grips are like taxed. I was like, ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then he got out of it, and then he hit me with a bow and arrow. So I got tapped by a bow and arrow. But I, in the video, I have a video of it, and J Cody and I both like verbally laughed after watching this choke because him and I were like, dude, that was like a good like 10-second fight. It was so fast in the video, you don't even see what happened. Oh, literally, it's just that quick? It was, that, it was like literally like one or two seconds of a fight. But it felt like forever, bro. It felt like Cody. Cody even said he's like, "Dude, you got you sunk that that cross collar grip in." And then I bucked, tried to break free, and all it did was just make it tighter. Ugh. And he's like, "I'm literally about to tap this. I'm about to pass out." And I was like, oh, "So close, so close, so close." I'm gonna get him. Just wait, just wait. You know, and, mm -hmm. uh, and so that that was like the highlight of yesterday. And obviously, you know, passing passing his guard is always nice. I learned. Cody sits down a lot, and if he's, once again, if he's listening to this, he's going to hear this, but if you guys roll against Cody, Cody, once again, is our brown belt. If he sits down and puts his and he puts his feet up, just the best pass I have for that now is just the step around pass. When he goes to like posture up, I grab his feet, and then I stick my knee underneath his butt so he can't move, right? And I kind of keep him pushed back, and then I just toss his legs to the side and go. And it, it works 
a lot now. That's probably my favorite pass. Hmm. My I'll have to pass. try that on him. Yeah. Just watch out because he might bait it now. <laughs> hmm. Maybe. I always try to, you know, I get that arm in between the leg and grab, and then I bury my shoulder in yeah, the legs, yeah, and yeah. I grab up by the collar. and Smash pass? That's what I try to do. It doesn't work on him. I think Sean, when he first showed up, someone was trying to do that smash pass, and he was like, don't do that pass. Don't don't weave your arms. I tried that legs. to him on him as well. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, don't do that, because there was some reason he's like, it's super easy to just counter it. He's like, don't, don't weave your arms. If you're going to smash pass, you know, do it this way or, you know. His his pass that he does where he staples the bottom leg down and he thinks and he even says it. He'll put you he'll you'll go into half or he'll go to pass your guard and then he'll staple your bottom leg down, like cross his feet, staple the bottom leg down, and you'll think that you're going you're safe and you'll go into half guard. And then as you go in, try to go into half guard, he just windshield wipers past your guard and then he's he's passed. It's it literally works every single time and it Cody, that was the first time Cody was like, holy crap, man. This guy is so freaking good. So we're, we're going to have him on also, Professor Sean. Uh, we'll probably go to his house and record there. Maybe have him come here. He has a super nice podcast room because he's starting a podcast. It's dope. I helped him set set up uh, his podcast, like RSS feed and whatnot. But we're going to have him on, and you guys can hear the, his philosophy behind everything. Kind of like how we have Professor Al on, and you heard how he likes belt promotions. Or, you know, the nice thing about having people on like Professor Sean, Professor Al, Rory Dean, you know, all these people is you get a better understanding of what they look for, even if they're not like our professor. Yeah, or, or just their mindset, their philosophy, you know. Right. Like asking Rory Dean about what he looks for when he promotes someone. Like obviously it's, you know, technique, but like what else? Yeah. You know, so that's always good. So, but we got, uh, we got some, some people in the background coming up here too. One person we're actually hopefully going to do an in-person podcast with. We're going to roll with them and then do a podcast afterwards. But that's in the works right now. Everyone's so busy, especially because, like we said earlier, things are starting to lighten up. So Yeah, open everything up. Very true. Yeah. I want, I want, I want uh, everything to go back to normal as, as fast as possible because then people are going to like start be like, yeah, jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but so, John, you got anything else? No, nah, man. I'm excited for the week. No. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good week. We're gonna make this week great. You guys need to make this week great too. But before we go, a little bit of housekeeping things because we're not gonna do an intro to this one. If you guys have listened this far, please give us a five star review on Apple's on Apple Podcasts. On Apple's, on like Apple's. yeah, well, I like Fuji Apple's. <laughs> a little bit of Granny Smith Apple's, but on Apple Podcasts, if you give a five star review, leave us a, a comment and in the review. Let us know how we're doing. Um, that really helps us out in being found and other things. So please leave us a five-star review. The more reviews we get, the more we get recognized and kicked up in the algorithm. Also, go to our YouTube page. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Follow us on all social medias, Elbows Tight Podcast. And also, go check out ElbowsTight.com or yeah, ElbowsTight.com for our blogs and any other content that we we put out there comes out on the on the website also so we're trying to we're trying to push that that website and get more traffic on that too so while you're there join the email list i'm going to be creating so but other than that i don't have anything so john no oil checks oh he said it look guys he said it i did that just for travis (laughs) (laughs) all right guys later (laughs) underneath might not have been the way to go